Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We're recording! Yay! Oh my god, this is so weird. We have not recorded in so long. <laughs> so long. Missed you guys. <laughs> Missed y'all. What's up? Don't <laughs> uh, do the intro or what? Welcome to Two Black Girls, <laughs> One Row. Oh bitch, are you doing? Sorry. <laughs> We're two out. black ass girls invade the whitest show on earth. Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise! Paradise. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And we are back, guys. Back from vacation. Mm-hmm. Fully rested. Mm-hmm. So excited to be here. Yeah, man. <laughs> so much sleep. <laughs> I don't know about you. Oh, my <laughs> it's God. It's like a delayed response. I like know, because I haven't gotten this much sleep in so long. And in the car on the way back to from Mexico... I was like, oh, my God, I haven't been this happy in so long. It was, like, weirding oh me God. out. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so jolly. Ooh. <laughs> Well-rested and hadn't, didn't have to go to work yep. for a whole week and all that. That'll, that'll definitely make you happy. That's mm-hmm. for damn sure. So for today's episode, I feel like Bachelor in Paradise was, like, ages ago. So long ago. <laughs> and it was so much content that we absorbed, yet yes. I feel like it was a long time ago. I feel like it was so long ago. So we are bringing it back from the dead. This episode is our deep dive into major themes that came up on Bachelor in Paradise. As we know, and we've said many times, Bachelor in Paradise was filled with a cast of very problematic men. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And just a a mess, just a lot of messy stuff happened. Mm Um, this season and it gave us a lot of juice a lot of juice to dissect today and that's what we're gonna do and i'm very excited for this episode yeah we have a lot to say about this one yeah we have a lot to say we have a lot of stories to share Mm -hmm. it's a lot of good like dating relationship shit that came up on paradise so excited to get into it Mm -hmm. um but before we get into the deep dive of course we always have announcements yep i'll Justine, take it away. Okay. So, <laughs> like we promised you guys a nice month ago. <laughs> a smooth month ago. Uh, yep. We are going to have Venmo John on the podcast. Woo! I'm so excited. He's our mystery so male guest. Yes. Um, he'll be our second man that we've ever had on the ever show. Ever had on the show. <laughs> we are very 
very God. selective of who we allow on this exactly. podcast, particularly yep. if they are of the male species. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm personally very excited to talk to him. I have so many questions, and he's just a very intriguing figure, I feel like. Very, very, um, should be very interesting to see his perspective, especially on your guys' questions. Really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just some of the, like, inside scoop about Paradise Man, because he was mm-hmm. all over. Mm-hmm. In paradise, and then also, of course, we always do like the racial angle. So, like yes. being a probably the only Asian man, <laughs> not ever on the show because they did have Blake. The yeah, they had Blake, Hawaiian and then guy. they've had Indian guys, <sighs> right? But none have lasted not nearly as long as Venmo no. John, and have made like a name for themselves and all that stuff. Yeah. And so definitely curious to dig into that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yay! Next week, yay! Oh, I wonder if he's watched Insecure. If he knows about Asian Bay. Ah, Asian Bay. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Mm. We should pick his brain and see. We should. Probably not, but we'll probably not. Things. Maybe he'll grow a man bun. <laughs> um, and then following our interview with Venmo John is another mailbag episode. Woo! <laughs> liked our mailbag with rachel i thoroughly enjoyed it me too i you guys one have some mess going on in your lives yeah Yeah. we all do yeah we all do um it was nice to read some other people's mess and two like yeah very just thought out questions Mm -hmm. and complexities going on in our lives that you wanted some feedback on so hopefully we helped i don't know yeah a lot of you guys are very self-aware which is awesome mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's good step one self-awareness yeah exactly <laughs> and if you need a little help for step two we're here me mm-hmm. natasha and john are here yes. <laughs> to answer your questions yes we, we sure will be yep mm-hmm. so if you have friendship questions work questions dating questions um email us at the number two black girls the number one rose at gmail dot com um john is the quote-unquote nice guy who managed to become the pimp of paradise (laughs) so i'm sure he has a lot of knowledge to drop for everybody um and if you want to get his expert opinion Mm -hmm. email us um this week into next week we'll give you like some exact dates going forward on instagram and twitter Mm -hmm. and stuff like that um but just email your questions in as soon as possible Yes, and preferably questions if they're related to the themes that we discussed today. Yes. Please. That's, yeah, that will be the great. the good, juicy stuff we want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, third announcement. Oh, my gosh. We have merch. You guys should yep, already know. Yep, already know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Get the your merch. merch. Come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good ignorant. We need to sell this merch. <laughs> Oh my god. I got my mug in the mail and I have been drinking my apple cider vinegar and lemon juice. Oh my god. Email us if you if you drink a nice uh concoction in the morning. A nice detox concoction. Justine is all about her apple cider vinegar. I love it. Like religiously does this shit. Mm -hmm. It smells rancid. Horrible. And I can't tastes disgusting. (laughs) does everything for you it's just fantastic it's true Mm -hmm. um support the podcast be a walking billboard for us um if you're part of this community be proud to represent 
Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Please. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want our avatar faces plastered on on your boobs <laughs> at the gym? On your boobs at the gym, <laughs> on your little tote bag. Yep. You can never have another you can never have too many tote bags, that's how I say. Truly. Yes. So get your merch, guys. Um, and you can get your merch at www.teespring.com backslash the number two black girls, the number one rose. And that'll be in the description box also. Sure is. Um, and once you get your merch, take a photo and tag us on Instagram. Because yes. we're on Instagram now. You can put us on your story. Um, and we're now on Instagram. And we are interactive with you guys pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. Particularly which is awesome. if you tag us in your story, we yeah. always re posted on our story yep. and give a little shout out and i love to see that you guys are like rate reviewing subscribing us just mm-hmm. screenshotting yourself listening to the podcast and posting it like love that shit spread this podcast to your friends there are loads of bachelor fans out there mm-hmm. or non-bachelor fans just people just want to listen to two girls talk mess yeah and they would greatly appreciate you introducing them to this fabulous podcast so, absolutely Definitely tag us and put us in your story and friend us and hit us up in DM and all that good stuff on Instagram. And there's a rumor coming out that The Hills is coming back. So if you want us to start reviewing The Hills, start sharing us. <laughs> okay? The threats. <laughs> it's true. So many people have hit us up like, can you guys talk about this show, that show, this show, that show? Mm-hmm. Would love to, but need your support in <laughs> return. Thank you. Rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at the number two BLK girls, the number one Rose. Also on Facebook, also on Instagram. Thanks. Yay. (laughs) Okay. So that's it for announcements. Mm -hmm. Um, We do, though, have a couple church announcements. Yes. Which we literally have not done done this segment. (laughs) So long. So we didn't do it for Rachel. We've been building up these emails. Mm -hmm. But what about your program, y'all? We're going to church. Yeah. We got going into the inbox. So. Thank you for the love, Adrian, Cynthia, Maggie, um, and someone who asked us for a fake name, so uh, Petunia, um, <laughs> had, um, a little story about her friend who's liberal and her boyfriend who's conservative, um, and how they kind of get along. They're still in the beginning stages of their relationship, but how they're kind of like meeting the family and trying to get along and do all that stuff. So thank you. Petunia for your story. Um, then we have um, a couple of really special emails that we had. Um, we had a girl, woman, Leslie, um, who is a sunflower farmer in North Dakota. Oh my God, Leslie, I love you. I love this email <laughs> so much, Leslie. I read it so yes. many times. She's like a botanist in North yes. Dakota. I've never even met anybody from... No, that's not that's not true. I've met one person from North Dakota. But still, really? you don't meet too many people from the Dakotas. No. So this was amazing. This was <laughs> phenomenal. And also, mm-hmm. I really admire your passion for uh, <laughs> foliage. <laughs> it's great. Um, but she also said that um, our finale episode for Becca's season, how we called her the queen of what, what was it? White liberal. The vision of liberal white female privilege. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> how that was changing her mindset on some things. And I'm sure, um, being in North Dakota, it probably took that to change your mm-hmm. mind. Cause yeah. <laughs> 
I'm glad I'm glad we were a catalyst to at least opening your perspective or Yeah. Um yeah, all that jazz. Yeah, so big shout out to Leslie. Um and then mm-hmm. also big shout out to Haley, who is newly single because her boyfriend <laughs> ain't shit and she decided to break up with him <laughs> after one of these episodes. So yes. Haley, shout out to you, girl. <laughs> shout out to single. Haley. Broke up with that man who I'm sure was garbage, and now you're out here getting ready to make yourself ready for somebody new and fabulous and yes. amazing who's gonna treat you right and be great. So yes, shout love out it. to Glad Haley to inspire breakups. I like, love this, <laughs> <laughs> or not breakups, just women realizing like their men ain't shit. Yeah, and maybe us talking about ancient men en- enough on this podcast has brought some people to realization. So happy to help. Mm-hmm. And that's it for the church announcements this week. Awesome. I do have some Bachelor Nation news. Yep. Um, first and foremost, Joe, Joe Grocery Store Joe <laughs> is killing it. No, no. Killing <laughs> what? Dancing with the stars. Killing what? My two eyeballs? <laughs> oh, Killing everybody's eyeballs, killing just the activity of dance. Yeah, ju- even just like the name of the show, he's just yeah. tarnishing. Murdering it. Good lord. Mm-hmm. It is week five of Dancing with the Stars. I do not watch Dancing with the Stars. I haven't been watching. I sometimes catch a clip here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like week five and he's still somehow there and he is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> He's really bad. Like, terrible. Mm-hmm. So this week, Jordan, for whatever reason, was on. Who was also did, offbeat. Who was also god god awful. <laughs> um, but it, I guess the theme was like a triples dance. Oh, yeah, trio, yeah, yeah. Something like that. So mm-hmm. him, Joe, and the girl that they're paired with um, did a dance to I'm Too Sexy. Um, you know, <laughs> classic 90s, like... Such a ninety song. I don't it's know such what to call a this. cheese ball anthem. Cheesy, yes, cheese ball anthem. Yeah. Um, they did a dance and it was absolutely atrocious. It was so bad, you guys. People are saying that it appears that Joe is getting worse each no. week. <laughs> yes. Some people on Twitter are saying, oh like, God. is it just me or is Joe getting worse with every dance every week? Well, yesterday's was literally they were doing the YMCA. Like it was yeah. it was bad. And they weren't even in sync with that. No, fully offbeat from step one. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? But he's still out here because he's these Bachelor there. Nation fans and these, you know, thirsty 15-year-old white women, <laughs> white women, white girls, are turning out these votes. Yep. And last, I guess this last episode, Tanache went home. And people Which is preposterous. Had probably one of the highest scores. She but, is by far the best dancer on the cast, by far. Tanache can Are dance. Are you watching it? Are you watching every season? No, but I know Tanache can dance. Uh, yeah, I assume because she's a like a pop singer or whatever. She's a pop and like seeing her perform live at plays, I'm oh, like, oh my okay. god, she's a good dancer. And there she goes. She just went <laughs> home. People are fucking pissed. But mm-hmm. this is what happens when you have shows. I I, gen- I generally don't like shows where America is like part of the voting process <laughs> because. Fuck America! I know. <laughs> like, no, no shit. We're not dance judges. Like <laughs> we're just voting for who we want to see win and who's the best looking and whatnot. Yeah. But like, it's generally not fair because someone who is amazing is going home. Always going to go home mm-hmm. over 
some trash, you know, dancer because America loves him or whatever. So that's exactly what's happening right now. And uh, loved grocery store Joe, but I can't yes. justify him being on here. He, the few clips I've seen, and no. it's it's bad. It's, it's real bad. So so bad. <laughs> so so bad. Shout out to um, <sighs> my friend James who said this is what happens when fifty-year-old white women get involved. <laughs> yes. That was his quote. <laughs> Oh, God. This made me think of um, American Idol. Yeah. Was this, like, season two or three when it was Clay Aiken versus Ruben? Yeah. What is his name? Ruben, Ruben Sutter, yeah. And motherfucking Clay Aiken almost won that shit. He did. He almost won. I was like, are you serious? America, Remember? black American, you better get out here and make <laughs> Ruben win. I'm going to be pissed if y'all let these 50-year-old white women vote this corny-ass Clay Aiken into the winning spot. He and almost won. I, I was remember so pissed. when he was supposed to be, like attractive to women <laughs> and he was the Clay gayest Aiken. thing walking like jeez, oh, he was very obviously in my opinion a homosexual man me too it was so obvious and but he was so trying... uncomfortable in the yes. character that they put they him trying in to put him in like this i don't even know um hunk of a hunk almost like, like a jonas brother almost like an yeah. innocent hunk pop yeah i was like hunk is not the rock but he they put yeah. up his like nerdiness but it was supposed to be like his sex appeal and i'm like no <laughs> i we are not attracted to him <laughs> nor is he attracted to us <laughs> so what is this <laughs> i can't yes. uh but this is it's remind me of that when you give america the chance to vote you they almost will vote in just pure garbage yep um as the winner and we mm-hmm. can't we can't do this um, so yeah, anyways, good luck to Joe, I guess. Uh, I yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, next piece of, not really news, but just something I noticed on social media mm-hmm. that I thought was odd. Jason, so Jason a la Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street. Oh yeah. Becca uh-huh. season. He has more Instagram followers than Blake. How? Isn't that weird? I don't know. He has 560,000 and Blake has 534,000. No. Blake must have done an audit and that's how many he got rid of bots. There's no way. <laughs> Blake is so much hotter than Jason. That's so insane. much hotter. He was the runner up. Right. I thought he was like America's like sweetheart or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't know 560,000 people would like Jason. I, did, I was shocked that he even had 500 something thousand. I thought he would have been lower down, like in the twos or something. Yeah, so would I. Yeah. Because we didn't really, con- at least I didn't really connect with Jason. I know a lot of um, white women connected like really, really well with Jason. White women love a Jason. Really? They, Over mm-hmm. a Blake, though? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? What yeah. is that? I guess because he was, like, more regular. I guess. Like, he was... So was yeah, that's also <laughs> part of it. He was, like, boring, too. Yeah. But not no. too boring because he had a gay brother, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> they really were so... I'm so mad about this because I, I just know. know how proud the producers were yep. to have this man up here. With his brother who was gay mm-hmm. and just had him all up on the screen. Look at us. Look, we're diverse. <laughs> yes. Look at us. We are not prejudiced. Look at Jason and his gay brother. Like, <laughs> I am so mad that they gave him, they gave them that opportunity. <laughs> like, I know. And, and how they ran with it, too, was mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, not really news. Just thought that was odd. That, that is weird. Trailing Jason and the IG followers. Yeah. 
Um, and then the last piece of news, which is like the only news that is happening right now <laughs> in the Bachelor Nation world, is this fucking Jenna and Jordan shenanigans is still going on you guys you gotta catch me up because i have muted it all i don't know what these niggas are doing what's going on oh my god oh my god so just to recap like a month or two whatever ago reality steve posted a series of tweets from jenna allegedly from jenna to some Mm -hmm. mystery man and in the tweet she was claiming how jordan ain't shit she's not in love with him Mm -hmm. you know she's just basically using him and um was in love with this other guy that she was texting or whatever the hell um jordan went on reality steve and confirmed that he believes the texts are jenna he also saw some emails from the mystery guy Mm -hmm. like he saw a lot of other shit that we didn't see that led him to even say yes this is jenna who sent these texts Mm -hmm. i know my jenna i know the girls with i know the way she talks um this is her jenna denied up and down and around town that (laughs) this was not her she was gonna prove it blah 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 and then, in, like, the weirdest plot twist ever, a few weeks ago, she came forward and accused Jordan of being the one to fabricate the text. <laughs> Wait, what? You didn't see that I, yes. I'm telling you, I just, anytime <laughs> I see them, I'm like, I, both of you need to just move on. I um, cannot. No, girl, this shit is still going on. So, yes. Oh, my God. She, in a weird plot twist, came forward and accused Jordan of being the one to make up the text and sends her lo- I don't know if it was her she didn't put out a statement it's more like her, through her lawyer the lawyer sent her <laughs> statement I don't know who Jenna's lawyers are cause they stay posting shit online and stay doing shit that seems real like either illegal or just not very professional I don't know can you imagine that you went to law school for three years and spent like eight hundred thousand dollars to mm-hmm. go to law school and you are defending Jenna and in the are- case <laughs> litigating Jordan and Jenna's Bachelor in Paradise foolishness with reality Steve <laughs> in the middle of it oh my god <laughs> like what has your life become <laughs> um so yeah the lawyer sends all kind of threatening paperwork to Jordan talking about you fabricated yes. these texts um you meet, must admit it Jordan flat out screenshotted the paperwork and posted it on his Instagram <laughs> was like everybody look at this bullshit <laughs> wow i thought that was hilarious to be honest that's funny well it keeps going this oh, week George, uh jenna released another statement report whatever the hell saying that she had a comprehensive forensic examination done of her devices by mm-hmm. some third-party company i guess Mm -hmm. who did a sweep of her phone and stuff and confirmed that none of the text messages in question came from her phone oh now i don't know what the hell to believe yeah because that seems i mean that seems like she had her phone swept by some software or whatever and they didn't find any trace of it right Mm -hmm. so so many questions like who's the mystery man like what the hell right yeah because this man emailed reality steve yes unless this is a whole plot for jordan which wouldn't surprise me but that is just so disgusting like who has time for that is somebody who is a wilhelmina model in crystal springs florida oh my god i don't Mm -hmm. as much as i can't stand jordan i just can't see him doing all of this i know i know it's a (laughs) lot it's also very evil and it's just a lot yes and who is like this i don't know so it's either 
Jenna's been telling the truth and it isn't her, and this mystery mm-hmm. man is the real psycho who yes. did this whole thing to, I don't even or know. Or Jordan throw. is the mystery man. Or Jordan is the mystery man. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're, this is like a Gossip Girl that we're watching. Yep. Like, who's Gossip Girl? Who right. the fuck is this? Yep. Who did all these texts? So, yeah, Jenna put out her report saying that this shit did not come from her phone, so this is nuts, and her team is still investigating, and yada, yada, yada. She also put out a statement also basically bashing Jordan, and um, the both of them are doing he said, she said, saying how yeah. Jordan, his whole demeanor changed after they were together, and how um, he let it be known that the, there was only room for one celebrity in the relationship. He was going to be the more successful <laughs> one. Celebrity? make more money. Uh, celebrity. Y'all oh, need to use this shit God. very loosely because y'all need to stop. And, um, yeah, put out a whole statement basically saying that Jordan is the one who ain't shit and treated her like shit. And it's just a mess. It's just a mess. Like, who's the mystery man? Who's Gossip Girl? That's that's the real question. Yes. That's the real question here. Um, So, anyways, this Jenna and Jordan mess is a nice segue into Mm. our agenda for today, (laughs) where we are diving into five major themes from Bachelor in Paradise. Um, Just lay out the themes quickly. We're going to talk about dating with ulterior motives. We're going to talk about desperation and love. Mm. We're going to talk about self-sabotage. Do opposites attract? And the last theme is female friendships. So all of these things came up in good form on Paradise. And so we're going to just dive right into the first theme, dating with ulterior motives. Thanks to Jordan and Jenna for setting that up (laughs) for us. Um, I'm going to say, I've said this before. This is not the last time that we're going to see scandals like this. Oh, no. In this franchise. Mm -hmm. And Jenna and Jordan weren't even the first one. Remember Luke and Stassi from Winter Games? Yeah. Where it was revealed afterwards that Luke allegedly had a full-on girlfriend the whole damn time. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, also a country singer or some shit. It was like, I was going to say, and was, like, mysteriously going on tour that <laughs> next month that yeah. Bachelor Winter Games premiered. Right. Like, oh, my uh, God. So this is not the first time where we've seen some scandal come out where somebody was clearly a farce. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we said, like, the, we're only going to see more of this because Bachelor... The Bachelor now, it's not even just about the show. It's about what you can get from being on the show. Exactly, yeah. And so much money in Instagram and this yep. sponsorship influencer life. Um, and just, has, like, opportunity mm-hmm. to, like, travel or, mm-hmm. you know, do charity work and stuff like that, which is yeah. always cool. But yeah. look, at, store look at ba- baby Becca. Baby Becca. She's literally just having a baby, and she is getting... Coins, <laughs> a whole docu series, a whole docu series, <laughs> and she's just posting some pictures of her pregnant belly and tagging some foolishness, and it's getting yep. paid, y'all, getting paid. Yep. We got grocery store Joe. He's all up on Dancing with the Stars. He's really getting paid because we know that yes. check is serious. That's a good check. Yep. And yeah, so like I feel like in the Bachelor world, the whole question of like is the person here for the right reasons? Like mm-hmm. that's always been like a thing. You know, are they here for the right reasons? Even before Instagram it was? Even before Instagram. That was always mm. the thing. There was always, um, it was always assumed that everyone who's cast is here for the right reasons, and then it gets revealed that this guy actually has a girlfriend, and that girl actually is here for fame. And there's always, mm. like, a few people in the cast that were, like, outed as not being there for the right reasons. Right. Now we can all assume there ain't nobody here for no damn not right one. reasons. <laughs> like, <laughs> everybody's here for some other thing. 
sure, there's like the hope of love, and I feel like yeah. regardless, we'll always have like the die-hard hopeless romantics like mm-hmm. Annalise who are on the show who like mm-hmm. genuinely seem to come there for love. But also, there's people, or there's mostly other people who are there for other reasons. To they're trying to get an opportunity of some sort. Mm-hmm. They're trying to see what they can reap from being on the show. Um, and to be honest, and I think we brought this up on, was it the Rachel interview maybe, that you kind of have to go on the show with some other ulterior motive, to oh, be yeah, honest. Oh, yeah, you got it. You're one of 30 women. There's a one in 30 chance that you're going to actually land this man and be in love. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you need to go on there <laughs> with a motive to sell something, mm-hmm. <laughs> to set up some opportunity, like, Otherwise, something. you're throwing money away. Right, or else you're throwing money away. If your full-on sole reason is for love and you have a 1 in 30 chance, that's not even a smart reason. That's not right. even smart. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. not a smart move on your part whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, yeah, I remember back in the day when The Bachelor was on and Melissa Rycroft, I guess her name was, mm. she was, because she like got dumped on TV, I think. That was and the one she, from Jason Mesnick, I think. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she got, like, the farthest that I remember as far as, like, getting a job. Because she got on Dancing with the Stars. She got yes. a man. She had a baby. And then she was on, like, Good Morning America. Yes. Like, she was working. She was hosting. Mm-hmm. And that, she was the only one. That was before Instagram. Yeah. So yeah. the opportunity was so limited before. Yes. Like, you had to be so likable and genuine. Yeah on tv and now you really don't have to now you can be like jordan and be totally fake we don't know who jordan is Mm -mm. that's why it would not shock me if he made up this whole man and went on this whole press tour this day of trying to bash this girl into the ground because it's just he's a totally fake person we have no idea who he is that's true there are some crazy fame whores out there that Mm -hmm. might do literally just about anything (laughs) to get a little bit of fame exactly wild yeah um yeah different time man but, um, yeah, outside of Jenna and Jordan, I mean, this season, there was definitely quite a few people with ulterior motives. Leo. <laughs> oh, Leo my was God. A mess. Wes, the bartender, did a whole interview after the show, I think, with Entertainment Tonight or ET, oh, okay. whatever, where he even said, like, Leo was acting a fool from day one. Like, he was definitely wow. there for cameras. Like, he was setting shit up and, and um, just setting up drama from the minute he got there. Like, so he was obviously he... there for whatever reason. Not to find love, but to build no. a character of some sort. For right. whatever fucking reason. Um, who else? Camille. Camille knows damn well he's not <laughs> to Annalise. I don't know what he came there for, but it was not to find love with Annalise. No, so it wasn't. No, he definitely had some it. ulterior motives. Yeah. And both of those men are in the business, too. Yep. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm always side-eyeing anybody who's doesn't have like a job but is there as like an aspiring model or aspiring this aspiring mm-hmm. aspiring whatever um even i had to think back to last season bachelor in paradise corinne she you know she had oh my god corinne and all of that corinne yes. she had a full-on boyfriend the entire time no yes it got revealed asap with the whole corinne demario mess where yes. they had to shut down production she went home one of the first pieces of news that came out was that she had a boyfriend. No. <laughs> like, outside the show. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
And so damn, yeah, Demario is dumber than I thought he was. God damn. Who Demario? Yeah. Yeah, those dumb. <laughs> Ooh. The, the two of them, the pair of yous. And then even my ex baby daddy Colton, everybody's been side oh. side eyeing him <laughs> <laughs> and his dubious ass intentions. Yeah. My nigga is filming three shows in one calendar year, <laughs> and you really out here for love or what's going you on? Really, here, you really have this much trouble looking for love, Colton? Right, you looking this fine? You really can't find nobody. Huh? And you are like twenty six. You need a wife this badly? This bad. <laughs> just started dating like not that long ago (laughs) wife really okay oh boy um so yeah a lot of instances of ulterior motives in bachelor Mm -hmm. worlds like 100 100 (laughs) percent in terms of like my own personal experience so y'all know i'm you know heavy into online dating Mm -hmm. fucking sucks i'm still out here (laughs) the i would have to say the the worst thing about online dating is that you have no clue what anyone's motives are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's you don't know who's here for a serious relationship. You don't know who here's just trying to fuck. It's basically just a hodgepodge of people all wasting each other's time. <laughs> that essentially is what online dating is. No, there's no yeah. clear indication at all of like I'm genuinely looking for something serious. Mm-hmm. There's no way for me to even. See say that on my profile without writing it explicitly and then looking like a psycho. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just, you're kind of like hoping and wishing that the guy you're going out with is also looking for the same thing as you, but there's mm-hmm. a good chance he also just wants a mess. Like you just don't yeah. know. I think that uh, most dating is like that though. Yeah. Yeah. I would true. argue that da- dating in real life is like that as well. Yeah. Date. Yeah. Dating in real life and dating online. It's the same pool of people. It's the yep. same shit. It's just another Mm-hmm. avenue of getting to each other mm-hmm. um one thing i did used to like about okay cupid so okay cupid i'm not on it anymore but um they have they used to have an option um they might still have it on now where you can r- literally check off what your motive is so you can check long-term mm. dating sh- short-term dating whatever the fuck that is, what is that? um oh. casual sex or just here for friends whatever oh okay so I used to like that little category because I'd come across a profile. I'm like, oh, this guy looks cool. And then if down below he just checked off casual sex, I'm like, all right, we're clearly a, a match. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I liked that you had a little window into these people's motives. But other than that, it's genuinely like a complete crapshoot. <laughs> like and you'd think that'd be one of the perks of online dating is that you would eliminate people by that, at, mm-hmm. at least by a couple of ways, right? Mm-hmm. Like... You don't have to go out and then go on a date with somebody to find out if they mm-hmm. are, if they want a relationship or not. You'd think with online dating, you could say, okay, you want a relationship or no. Mm-hmm. And then we go out or no. You waste my time in an outfit or no. Right. <laughs> it's hard. Because even with the apps like Tinder, for instance, Tinder used to be like the hookup app. Mm-hmm. Tinder is no longer the hookup app. People are getting fucking married from Tinder. <laughs> are they really? <laughs> yes. Oh, Whole I didn't know that. Our high school. Um, I'll tell you offline her name. But okay. She got, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she got full on married like last summer from Tinder. Wow. Yes. And then so you have that. So Tinder used to be one thing and now people are, there's actually serious people on Tinder finding mm-hmm. each other. Um, then you have other apps like Hinge, for instance. That's what yep. I'm on now. I actually kind of like it. 
it's supposed to be more like serious, like more serious people because there's like prompt questions that you like have to fill out um, versus oh, cool. Tinder where there's like literally you don't have to write anything, you just post names. Yeah. Um, and so Tinder, like Tinder's supposed to be a little bit more serious or whatever, but there's definitely like losers on Tinder who clearly are oh, there yeah. for ass. So it's like there's no, if like everything's all mixed up now, you don't know who motives are who, what mm-hmm. the hell is going on. Um, how, question for you. Oh, okay. Maybe you can help me, this online dating foolishness. How, how do you decipher someone's motives? What's the easiest, surefire way to figure out? You ask them. Do you do this on, like, the first date, second yep. date? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, people, they could still lie to you. Yeah, Most no, they definitely could still the- lie to you, but there's always a chance someone's gonna lie to you. True. <laughs> They could lie to you about your age, their age. They could lie to you about how many kids they got. They could lie to you about all kinds of important things. Mm-hmm. But if you are, make it up front of like, and it makes it so much easier when you go on an app because the introduction is already there. You could say, why are you on the app? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think if you're going to ask um, just flat out, like what are your intentions, whatever, you have to do it on the app before you go on the date. Oh, wow. Okay. I would say. Because once you're on the date, that fucker can lie to you, like, straight to your face. Oh, you're yeah. here. Like, what are you here for? And, oh, no, what are you here for? And then they can hear what you say and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, me too. Oh, no, really, you never. No, no, you never. Shout out to Dustin on the friend zone. You never go first. You, you never always go, first. go second. That's <laughs> yeah. his motto. Always go second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you ask a question like that, you, the only intro that they would get is, why were you on the app? Mm-hmm. And if they're yeah. like, oh, you know, just to meet some cool people, just to see what happens, you know they're there for sex. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because a lot of guys are not going to flat out say on the first date. Right. At least some of these pussy ass niggas that we'd be meeting. Mm-hmm. It's just for sex. But right. if they say like, oh, I want something serious or oh, I'm look- I'm at a certain age and I'm looking for this, this and this for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. That's different. But if they're kind of like searching for an answer, you know it's ass. Mm hmm. It's also easier, which is why I think it's better to ask on the app. Mm -hmm. It's easier to say to a woman or or for a woman to say back to a man, like, yeah, I'm here for casual sex. Yeah, that's true. On the app versus saying that in person to their face. In person? (laughs) (laughs) That's awkward. Like, so yeah, you're better off kind of clearing that air before going on the date. And that leads me into a story. Oh, boy. (laughs) Because I've been learning, you know. I've talked about this dumbass so many times. Fucking German dude. Oh, no. I always bring him up because I learned so much, I feel like, Mm. (laughs) from this little experience. Mm. So he, definitely from him, I learned more than anything that you have to clear, you have to clarify someone's motives, like, sooner rather than later. You can't let that shit linger on. Because with him, I was doing a lot of assumptions. I assumed he had good intentions. I assumed that... Um, he was really into me that he wasn't just there for sex because we were not having sex. I was not giving it up. Right. And for, he stepped, he still kept hanging around. We still were going out for like a couple months and I was like, okay, he must really be into me particularly mm-hmm. since, or he can't possibly be here just for sex and we're not even having sex. He must right. really like me for me. Yeah. Then when that nigga ghosted on me, I was like, nope, he was there for some ass. Yeah. <laughs> and he reached his limit and I wasn't giving it up and he was like, fuck this, bye. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I could have saved myself a lot of like aggravation or whatever if i had just clarified the motives either before we even went on the first date mm-hmm. or just very early on i shouldn't have let it linger on and us get so close um yeah 
without me being like, so what's your deal? Especially if you don't have multiple dick hanging around. Like he was my one and only. Yeah. You got to have <laughs> at least three. If you're not going to clarify intentions and like do all mm-hmm. that stuff, mm-hmm. you got to be juggling too. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Because mm-hmm. if he, because what that tells me is that he was satisfied with whatever non-sex was going on that was fulfilling him. Mm-hmm. Emotional or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when he ghosted, either he found somebody else. Yeah. Or he was just like, you know what? This wasn't isn't working. Maybe there's a faster one I can get on that yeah. kid jap. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep, I think that's what it was. Like she yeah. was cool and all, but eh, I need somebody who's cool and putting out. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so nice to meet you, Natasha. But bye. <laughs> yep. Which is, I mean, absolutely horrible. But mm-hmm. it happens all the time. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. The worst. Gross. Do you have any experiences? You, I don't. Have you dated I actually, with ulterior motives? actually just have well actually you know what i do um when i was flown out to go visit someone um oh, yes I remember and this. did not clarify the intentions actually i did clarify the intention beforehand and that pussy bitch ass nigga lied to me <laughs> um <laughs> um and he said that we were going to be X, and it turned out to be, like, three. Like, not even in the alphabet. It was oh, numerical. Was like, what? <laughs> um, uh, so you and, went down with one set of intentions and motives and yeah. one picture of what the hell this was, and yeah. he was on a whole other... He was he giving a whole other game the weirdest mixed signals, and emotionally, he just was not ready for me to go down there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, still to this day, I don't know why he so had me are. go down there. It yeah. still confuses me if I think about it too hard. Yeah. Um, and we ended up having some very, very intense conversations after the fact. But um, that was probably the biggest example of like, okay, people can lie to you. Like, <laughs> even though people mm-hmm. are, they might be clarifying and they might... You might back them into a corner and they give you an answer. They could still lie. Um, Mm -hmm. So you just have to, you know, live your life, trust your gut, and keep going. But I do know some people who have been on some sugar daddy apps. Mm. um, And Mm -hmm. some people who have been on, like, apps like that where the intentions are extremely clear. Which I think is very interesting. Mm. Like gay sugar daddy apps and then also straight sugar daddy apps. Yeah. Where everyone is here, like, I'm looking for this. I'm a sugar baby. I'm a sugar daddy. I'm a sugar daddy. Let's this match is, up and let's see. put it on the table. Yeah. Yep. And this is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that too, that, that, I mean, those are like business transactions. So you got to have yes. all the terms and conditions laid out <laughs> <laughs> before y'all get into anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. If you guys are on one of those apps, email us and Ooh, tell us yeah. a story from those apps. Because I've heard all different types of things of like, apps that won't allow nudes Mm. which i find very interesting because i would think that's one of the main reasons why people are there on the sugar baby things on the sugar baby the sugar babies are not allowed to have nudes okay interesting um so i don't know just your experience with like being a sugar baby or being a sugar daddy if you listen to this podcast on your private jet (laughs) 
Hit email me up. us. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Slap in the DMs too. <laughs> Shit. I would love, yeah, because those that's not even ulterior motives. That's like blatant it's, motives are out. Yes, very clear. In the raw, yes. And what is that type of dating mm-hmm. scenario? Because that's actually clearer than most regular relationships. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the clearest of clear. <laughs> <laughs> most relationships <laughs> exist in gray areas for most of the time. Yeah. Until, like, somebody's at their wit's end and then they're like, okay, this is enough. Like, I'm in love with <laughs> what you feel. Like, right. generally, yeah, most people are in gray areas. So, oh, my God, that's interesting. Yeah, if you're in a sugar baby, sugar whatever... Uh, relationship hit us up tell yes. us dating with clear ass motives what is that like uh, yeah I would love to know yeah. <laughs> I have another little story so this is on this is about a friend not my story but okay about a guy with some disgusting ulterior motives man oh no I had a friend she was seeing a guy who was a widower okay his wife young couple and his wife died and he said his, she died, I forget what he said, maybe like a year or two ago. So he was okay. now, you know, getting back into the dating pool, yada, yada, yada. Come to find out. So she kind of did her investig- investigation, you know, mm-hmm. digging about this guy. Found out from a friend of a friend of a friend. His wife died like two, three months ago. Oh, no. Yes. Yes. And where'd she meet him? An app? Online. Yes. No. Online. And she's thinking he's, you know, fully over his wife and he's yeah. just now getting back into the dating pool and it's all good or whatever. Nah, my man's wife just died like Tuesday. Not even cold. Not oh even cold my God. And he was back out here trying to get some ass or whatever the hell. So he was lying and had yeah. definitely some other motives because he was could not you can't possibly be there for something serious no way there's no i don't care if you say you're over your wife and her death or whatnot that is too fresh i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> that is real fresh um to be out here dating and have me in your mess thinking that this is serious right. and, and for you to lie also and for you to just lie like yeah. what is going on so that is like the ultimate nightmare of dating somebody who turns out to have the most warped ass <laughs> that is insane also yeah. for you to be online like for you to go and set up a profile a full if you're gonna be that profile. nasty just go outside just go <laughs> to the bar and go yeah, find somebody pick like, somebody up in the old-fashioned way yeah why are you doing all of this work online yeah. when you can just go outside and Ugh. do it that way it's much easier for somebody right. like that who's just looking for ass like mm-hmm. come on just the worst. Mm-mm. That's that's Isn't wild. That terrible. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That terrible. You don't wish that on anybody. No. Because you already deep in, you got feelings. You, yeah. You know, they might have been fooling around and stuff already, and then yeah, and then you come to find out that yeah, the guy that you're falling for is f- freshly just left his wife, or not yeah. left. She left him because she died. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Not that long ago, and you right. were caught up in this mess. That's and he lied sad. about it. And he fully lied about it because he knew oh it was shady. God. Yeah. Ugh, just the worst. The worst. Um, so, yeah, that's dating with ulterior motives. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. If you have questions, if you're dealing with that right now, yeah. Um, in your dating life, your friend's dating life, you need advice, Fenmo John will be here next week. Send us an mm-hmm. email. TwoBlackGirlsOneRose at gmail.com. <laughs> um all right let's dive into the next theme the next one speaking of shady 
Um, this is about desperation and love. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bachelor in Paradise, I found to be a very interesting um, kind of pool of a mix of desperation and just wanting to have fun. Mm. None of the men there were looking to get down on one knee and propose. No. Not a one. <laughs> no. Every single woman there was looking for a ring. Reeked of desperation. <laughs> <laughs> stench. The stench of desperation. Just floating all over the Oh world. my god. We mm-hmm. had, uh, let's start off from the bottom up, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Chelsea. Mm-hmm. who understandably was out here snooking for love because she has a baby. So mm-hmm. she needs this. Also is in her 30s. Like, hello, mm-hmm. let's go. And Chelsea um, damn near threw her homegirl under the bus yep. for some dick. <laughs> yeah, just for some dick. Not just, even for someone she had a connection with, just right. for some dick. Because Camille, <laughs> what are y'all really talking about with Camille? <laughs> Camille ain't nothing but a nice body. That is Exactly. It. And That's she damn near it. threw Annalise under the bus for this man. Jesus yep. Christ. Mm-hmm. Shoshana, they were calling Look. her a witch. She was out here casting spells, throwing his face in the fire for Camille <laughs> after one beach date in the daytime. She in was out daytime. here just going crazy. She I came had... in, what are there, three weeks in paradise? She came on like day 17. <laughs> like, oh my God. And by the end, had just like no self respect left. It was just None. so just desperate for Camille's eye contact like (laughs) (laughs) that she just looked so like embarrassingly desperate it was really sad yeah it was really sad um T to the Ia um out here one of the queens of of desperation hopefully not anymore I feel like not anymore um but desperate to be the one for Colton in a way that I have never seen before because they never had sex. So I just really don't understand what was going on yeah. here. She was dickmatized without getting any dick. With no so. dick. I don't understand <laughs> what this was about. Um, but she was going up and down in her emotions like a polygraph. Like bawling, going crazy, then happy and smiling the next day saying, Oh, Colton would never do that. Oh, mm-hmm. oh Colton, aren't you excited that we're not like that? Meanwhile, Colton is still wiping his tears away from uh, seeing Becca Becca. looking her in the face. (laughs) (laughs) My God, and his therapy Uh, session with, who was it, Jordan? David, the chicken. David, Mm oh my God. Full on therapy over over not Tia, basically. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) Over someone who is full on engaged. Mm -hmm. Tia was so thirsty to be this man's rebound it was just terrible it was really really sad to see and i don't know what i still don't know what it was based on right we still don't know what was it about colton that she became so enthralled by after their one little weekend getaway i don't get it yeah i don't understand um and then the newly crowned queen of desperation annalise oh my god (laughs) Who was in love with every man who came down the steps? Mm-hmm. That was her husband. Uh, yep. Yeah. They were. They were all. She could see them all proposing. She mm-hmm. said that. I would love to know how many times she said that. Mm-hmm. Because I could with, see him getting down on one knee. She was with Jordan. Yep. Penny. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Was there somebody else? And then Camille. I feel like there was someone else in the middle. Right. 
and then Camille, all of whom I think she talked about in like future husband, future marriage ways. Yep. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of them definitely did not prioritize her. In, so, in one way or another. Like, Jordan definitely prioritized Jenna. Obviously, he was full in love with her. <coughs> Kenny was like, my daughter has a tap recital. I gotta go. <laughs> Later. <laughs> <laughs> and she is in, like, eighth grade. Camille. Right. <laughs> yeah, who was <coughs> definitely not interested, but also, like, I don't know why he took it so far. Yeah, he was just going into, like, evil territory, because this yeah. was nuts. Like, you saw how into her, how into you she was, mm-hmm. and how far into the future she was thinking, and he <laughs> yes. just kept going with it. Like, that <laughs> yes. is just cruel. <laughs> right. I guess he did not want to be liked. I think it was one of those situations mm-hmm. where he didn't want her to, like, hate him. Yeah, it was definitely one of those. Mm-hmm. Which, I love that it backfired, because now everyone hates him, mm-hmm. but still... <laughs> Watching Annalise, she she made me pissed in a way because I was just so annoyed to see a woman, a grown woman. Mm-hmm. She was one of the she was one of the oldest girl women on the show, or one of the yeah. oldest people on the show. A grown woman who I would hope by this point in your life has it a little bit more together. Mm-hmm. But she was just so... I've never seen someone so freely giving of her heart to some ancient men <laughs> than Annalise. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to scream, guard your heart. Like, I, I did not, don't you have enough life experience to know this by now? Like, I just didn't. I was just so perplexed <laughs> and annoyed and pissed at her. <laughs> like, get your and she's together. also afraid of everything else. And she's afraid of the fucking moon in the sky <laughs> and the dog that's barking down the street. Like... Girl. She will run so fast away from anything else that is physically in front of her. Yeah. But emotionally, she's not afraid to do anything. No. She will give it all up, which she I find run- very interesting. Yes. She runs towards love with anybody. Yeah. When love yeah. is the one thing that most people run from because they're terrified. Right. <laughs> My goodness. Ooh, uh. yeah. I think, um, I think Annalise in particular, and then also maybe Chelsea, too, because I, I remember Chelsea being, like, really infatuated with everyone in that same way, like, everybody who came down the steps. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, yeah, he's my type because of this. He's my type because of that. Yeah. Um, it's because their standards have gone down so low, which mm-hmm. we said before on the podcast. I think <coughs> Natasha made a point that mm-hmm. was like, these girls just want somebody who's nice and hot. Like, that's not enough. No, not enough. <laughs> like to be nice and for me to be attracted to you everybody would be married by now right and those are two (laughs) given things you're supposed to be nice and hopefully you end up with someone who you're attracted to so (laughs) things you should be like put on your list like what oh my god yeah i think also like chelsea and elise are just uh, just i guess the overall question of like why do we get so desperate because i think this is Mm -hmm. Not to say that men don't deal with being desperate, but this is, I mean, come on, this is definitely more of a a female issue here, I would say. Yeah, especially projected in media. Mm, Yeah, particularly what we see, but then also just, I don't feel like men in the same way reek in our way of desperation. And I think for women, Uh, for women we have, I mean, the biological clock is just a real thing. That's it. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. To find out if it's right for you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social media. Just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even gonna lie. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming Mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help, from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp dot com slash two b g one r real yeah. thing you reach yeah. a certain age where you're like fuck i haven't found somebody yet and i want to have the whole story of getting married yeah. and have a natural baby and all that stuff yes sometimes I get a little desperate <laughs> you yeah. end up settling for some dummies um i think also dating now particularly like 2018 online dating all of it, it fucking sucks in a way that it didn't suck 10 years ago i would say exactly yes and so i think a lot of people a lot of women men too i guess i would fold men into this are just sick of dating and so they're Mm -hmm. just they're just so desperate to make it work with just like anybody (laughs) yeah yeah i mean so so yeah i think people they're just sick of dating and just eventually they're just like it's tiring it's tiring, and mm-hmm. eventually you're like, you know what? This guy's nice enough. Let me just yeah, this'll really, do. <laughs> yeah, fight to make this shit work. Yep. And so, yeah, and then I think women, too, um, I mean, we are more emotional beings. We're more in touch mm-hmm. with our emotions. We're more we're allowed to be in a way that yeah. women, men yes. aren't allowed to be. 
Mm-hmm. And I think for us, we more easily can get blinded in love with someone and literally cannot see the red flags. Yeah. I feel like men and women go through that. But I think women, we fall because we wear our heart on our sleeve a little bit more mm-hmm. that we more easily just get blinded by love and just fall into some bad situations or just kind of get desperate for someone to like want us. Um, yeah. And just don't see the signs. Yeah. It's real yeah. Bad. Yeah. Or you see the signs and you're like, well, you could just make exceptions for it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of women make a lot of exceptions, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I know I'm guilty of. I know I am not at all. Um, like shaming any of these women who went on Bachelor in Paradise because Mm -hmm. I have been at the point of desperation due to external factors. Mm. Not to this point where I'm on TV having a complete panic attack in a confessional, (laughs) but like definitely to a point of desperation that's really, really dangerous for my mental health. Mm. For sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think the issue is like going into dating where you're about to open your heart like to somebody else like Mm -hmm. one of the most vulnerable things you can do i feel like you have to go in with a clear confident mind Mm -hmm. you need to have a clear picture one of your worth Mm -hmm. like first and foremost your own self-worth and then two you need to have a a picture of what it is you're looking for yeah. Which is where we run into these people in Bachelor in Paradise who are just like, I just want somebody nice who treats me well. Like, they're not <laughs> going there with, like, any strong standards of what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And so they're just running out of, de- they're out of straight desperation towards anything because mm-hmm. they are just looking for love, period. Right. They're not looking for, right. they're looking for a husband, period. They're not looking for, like, distinct qualities that are a match for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that looking for a husband week one went to looking for a connection by week three like not even Mm. serious relationship it went down in how many days like literally 15 business days it went all the way down (laughs) that's that's too fast that's too fast (laughs) way too fast oh my god no one likes the person who reeks of desperation no, male um, or female. Male or female. The thrill mm-hmm. of the chase is... Everybody loves that. Everyone loves a little bit of a chase. Yeah. Um, not a chase to the point where you're playing games. Now I don't even know what the... F- like, who are you? Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> not that kind of chase. Like, I still right. like some clarity, but I don't want it all out there. You know, that almost... That starts to scare people away. Yeah. When someone is so into you that you almost start to worry, like, are they going to become obsessed with me? Or, like, are they crazy? Like, that's when you start <laughs> labeling people as crazy, when they're so mm-hmm. desperately coming after you. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes not even for you, it's just because the idea of you and, like, just right. wanting to be in love or wanting to be with somebody. And that shit is not cute. Mm-hmm. And all. then where does that desperation, like, stem from? Because mm-hmm. like you said, when you go into dating, you should be in there with a clear, confident mind. You should be there looking for a certain type of person. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of the time, that's not the case. Most mm-hmm. of the time, people are looking for validation from other people in some sort of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's if they are attractive, because they don't believe they're attractive physically. Mm-hmm. If they are um, like enough... I'll say that. 
um, like enough to be chosen by someone else. Mm-hmm. If it's for their families, we get a lot of emails from girls in the Midwest and South who are like, well, mm. it's, you know, I've been with him forever and, mm-hmm. you know, this is what it this is. Or yeah. I'm 25 and I have to get married now. Girl, no, you do not. <laughs> right. No, you do not. Uh, oh, my Lord. I'll tell like a quick story now. Mm-hmm. A funny one. I was at the um, OBGYN this year, and I was like, do I have to freeze my eggs? And she was like, you have to leave my office. Like, (laughs) what are you talking about? I was like, I read online that after 25, everything just dips down. And, you know, I just don't want to have any issues and da-da-da. She was like, you still have so many years where it's fine. Right, yeah. Like, you don't have to worry about that right now. Oh my god, real, we just get it. Yeah, that's a real It's a real fear. Fear for many women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it it uh clouds their it clouds them from having like a nice intentional dating process. Yeah, and also ain't shit bitch ass niggas will smell that on you and prey on yes. you and come find you and get you and ruin your life. Yes, I was just thinking people, I mean, men, ancient men smell that shit from a mile away mm-hmm. and play that shit up cuz they smell your desperation, but they also smell some insecurity there. Yep. They smell a little bit of uh a lack of self-love. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they sniff that shit out and run with it. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful. That's why you really got to get your shit together before you go after, um, you know, trying to fall in love with somebody. Oh my god! The other night I was watching Iyanla, which is oh my god, yes. oh my god the I was greatest. To Super Soul this morning. <laughs> with oh my Iyanla. god, were you? Mm-hmm. Love it. I prefer to watch. She is just hysterical on the oh, show. Oh, she's great. I love her show. Oh my god, it's so funny. So she had on Cherise from Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh my like, god, and her family yes. and stuff. Uh, not her family, just her. Ooh, and it was just too yeah, fixing her life because oh, her divorce ruined her life. Oh yeah, she was with that guy forever, and then he moved to New Jersey and like got a new life without her, and didn't even say anything. Oh, like <laughs> didn't even terrible. care. Mm. Um, and then this other woman named Veronica, who was some man who looked like a fucking oh my god, he looked like the inside of a beehive like he was so (laughs) fucking hideous he was so fucking ugly she was drop dead gorgeous Mm -hmm. she was so pretty she had three boys with him Mm -hmm. and she was still like so so thin she's a great body she's 34 so she's definitely young enough to still be out here like finding somebody Mm mm-hmm and Yala kept asking her these questions, like, why do you feel this way about him? Or, like, what did he do to you? And she was like, I should have known when I was his fourth wife. I was like, girl. Oh, girl. <laughs> and then you had three kids by him? Oh. What? And, you know and they were only married for five too. years. I was like, how did this oh, transpire? Um, this woman was so afraid to not become her mother, not have a husband like her father, and she was running... They, Ayanla paraphrased it, that she was running so fast away from something and didn't know what she was running towards that she ran into exactly what she didn't want to be in. She literally became her mother and married a man who was exactly like her father. Oof. 
and divorced him and her life fell apart and now she doesn't know what to do. She's just dropped dead gorgeous with these three kids and yeah. doesn't know what's going to happen. Like, <laughs> it was so... The desperation was yeah. so bad and uh. I have never seen a face of desperation be so beautiful uh. before. Yeah. Oh my God. Her and Sharice. Sharice is pretty. She can go get herself a nice right. little retired uh, government worker or something. She's yeah. in D.C. You know, a nice right. retired basketball player. Right. Nope. Nope. It could just can't. Just desperation holding them back. Mm-hmm. And the Oof. lack of self-love. Because if she yeah. loved herself enough or did the work on herself enough, she would have went in to dating with a little bit more intention than just trying to yep. pick up anybody who will love her. Yep. Good God. Yeah. I, I would say now, as I'm getting older, I mean, I mm-hmm. always joke, I'm so single, I'm desperate. I'm really not desperate. Definitely mm-hmm. single. Hella single. Mm-hmm. But... I feel like the older I get and the more single I remain, mm-hmm. the stronger my self-worth and self-love becomes mm-hmm. and the less willing I am to put up with foolishness. Yeah. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I feel like... There's less time to waste. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is... I feel... It sounds like polar opposite to homegirl from Iyanla. Sound like she was getting older <laughs> and she was like just grabbing anything. Yeah. But I feel like yeah. the opposite is happening with me. The older I get, the more I'm like, eh, I like sitting on this couch by myself and watching <laughs> Netflix rather than out doing this with some fuck nigga. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think my desperation days are over. I left those in college. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's Back good. then, you just, I mean, at least oh me, my I was God. desperate for like just any male attention. Yeah, anybody. <laughs> it didn't matter. Yeah. Now I just need my Netflix and some Domino's and I'm good. <laughs> I also really wasn't looking for like a relationship in college. That I can't too. even lie. Yeah. I was like, eh, yeah, literally just looking for attention. Like, yeah, like, just, yeah, like you'll do. It's you'll fine. You'll do. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's desperation and love. Is mm-hmm. that it? That's that's it for desperation and love. Yes, interesting topic, and I feel like yeah. one that women of young, old, there's so many yes ages where you can just fall into this trap. Um, so send us your questions, guys, and would yeah. love to hear Venmo John's uh, take on this. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> it's been, like from a male perspective, like what it's male perspective. He's a man that has a lot of accolades and things going for him, so mm-hmm. he technically doesn't even need to be desperate. I'm sure he has mm-hmm. lots of women, um, but has he ever dealt with this? And yeah, yeah, just would love to hear his perspective. Send your questions, guys. Two black girls, one rose at gmail.com. Two black girls, one rose. Our next theme, Justine. Ooh, self-sabotage. This is a bit of a trigger for me, but I'm going to power through. Power through, girl. I got you. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is one that we saw blatantly with Kevin and Astrid on Bachelor in Paradise, Mm -hmm. um, where Kevin was really using his self-sabotage as, like, a defense mechanism. Yes. Against his growing and... um, effervescent feelings for Astrid Mm -hmm. that came about very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. By episode three, they were glued together like Siamese twins. Yep, sure were. And he was trying to get her to date other people. He broke up with her the night before Fantasy Suites. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And that sort of self-sabotage I have only seen as a defense mechanism against guarding your heart. Yes, yes. I feel like the most common form of self-sabotage is this form, where 
yeah you are starting to develop such strong feelings for someone that it starts yep. to scare you mm-hmm. and so you inadvertently just mess mess it up <laughs> yeah before it, it crumbles anyways or before yeah. the other person hurts you so yep. you, you just take care of it yourself and just sabotage shit out of it yeah yes because yeah. if you know how heartbreak feels you know how <laughs> bad it is mm-hmm. and you're just unsure if love is worth it mm. Mm. There are times where you could be unsure if, like, taking the chance of falling in love and then being heartbroken again is even worth doing it again. Mm-hmm. Or if being single is worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say also, um, so Kevin was definitely a big one. He was his own mm-hmm. worst enemy. He's lucky that Astrid gave his ass another chance because, <laughs> I mean, she could have been like, this is crazy. No, I'm not going to Yeah, right. You. But yeah. I think he, he dug himself out the hole because he went home, did his work, came back, accepted full responsibility for the yeah. breakup, and mm-hmm. blatantly said to her, she did absolutely nothing wrong. This was my issue. And yep. so the fact that he was able to own his self-sabotage and recognize it, um, I think that's why she was able to give him another chance. Um, I yeah. would also say I would also say Kendall and Joe. There's a little self-sabotage going on there with Kendall, I think. Oh, my God, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yes, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. It was so it was minuscule, but yeah, it was definitely yeah. there. Yeah, I think Kendall. She Kendall always had reservations about Joe, um, but I think she knew deep down that he was a good guy, probably one of the best guys there, mm-hmm. in terms of just like good-hearted person. Um, but I think how committed he was to her was freaking her out. Yeah, because she yeah. had all these reservations, but he was so sure about her. Yeah, and she even said. Um, or she made some comment about how her last boyfriends used to like smother her or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I think she was maybe seeing signs of that in Joe. The fact that Joe was literally not looking at any other woman on the island. Yeah. And he was so sure of her and she was, she liked him. She knew he was a good guy, but she was still kind of like unsure. Mm-hmm. I think her running off with Leo and then running off with Venmo John and then breaking up oh with God, Joe at right. the, you yeah. know, the 24th hour. I think yeah. all of that was a little bit of self-sabotage because in the end, same thing. She came to her senses Yep. She came groveling back. She mm-hmm. accepted responsibility. She knew that this was her getting in her own way. Mm-hmm. And um, was able to... Joe was able to give her another chance, basically. Yeah. And I think, too, Kendall put herself in this hole of being, like, so quirky and <clears throat> so weird mm. that who could possibly live up to falling in love with her without thinking that her quirks are, you know, just almost like something fun and then toss mm-hmm. her away the fact that he didn't toss her away mm-hmm. i think really really freaked her out mm. yeah that's a good point. and she wasn't that like fun quirky girl anymore she was kendall yeah she was just a girl <laughs> yeah and he just yeah. and she was like her. her whole self like yeah beyond the taxidermy beyond the sitting in the cemetery for parks and all that stuff for picnics mm-hmm. she was like he saw her which is very very frightening when mm-hmm. somebody sees you all the way through whoo mm-hmm. it's scary scary yeah. place i think yeah kendall and kevin they're both lucky because yes usually after you self-sabotage there's always a moment where you're like fuck you like come to your senses and you realize yeah, and what like, you did but sometimes it, yeah. it's too late sometimes yeah. you go back that person is gone yeah and they don't even they're not trying to hear how you know i accept responsibility i sabotage it they just are still pissed at what you did and don't mm-hmm. take you back so Kendall and uh, Kevin were very lucky that their significant others gave them a shit. Yeah. And I think um, 
we can definitely all learn from someone like Astrid because Astrid had a lot of patience for Kevin. I think because Kevin was so vulnerable about his mental health. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So she was able to also be vulnerable with her feelings in that way. Like she kind of traded off with him like, okay, you say you're, you went to therapy twice a week and this breakup with Ashley and her extremely public engagement like mm-hmm. really fucked you up. <laughs> yeah. So it's okay I that I say I love you first. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Because mm-hmm. I know from my perspective that I was always taught to kind of like be um, almost like mean to guys and mm-hmm. to like ignore them and play hard to get rather than teaching how to actually like be nice and be vulnerable and be intentional with my feelings mm. because I was always taught that like we said earlier the chase is always fun and you never want them to stop chasing you mm-hmm. that's a lie yeah mm-hmm. that shit gets old mad quick, quick especially if you date old niggas like I do mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they're not up for it they're yeah. just not up for it. No. And That's so mm-hmm. in um, the last couple of years, I've noticed that that has really not worked in my favor and trying to improve it is really, really difficult. Because mm. um, in the the last guy that I dated, I didn't verbally reciprocate a lot of the feelings that I had for him early on mm-hmm. um, and ended up just being like a lack of trust and a lack of communication instead of him like chasing me all around Manhattan with Mm. a a dozen roses. Like Mm. it just ended up with him not being able to trust me Mm. with his feelings. So you feel like you self-sabotage and that you, you kept your cards so close. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, Oh no, he'll just like me more. But really it was that he was like, I can't trust this girl if she's going to be all, all aloof and mm. acting like she doesn't like me and acting like she's dating other guys when I was not dating other guys. Oh, and God. It's the games. Um, that shit gets yeah. old. Yeah. That shit gets so old. It just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. And it, it doesn't work out. So I know that for the next relationship that I'm in, I need to be more like forthright and honest instead of just kind of like playing those games because mm-hmm. it's not only it was getting old for me but I could feel it getting old for him but I did not trust myself enough to keep going because of the way that I was taught number one mm-hmm. and then number two how scary it was because if you know heartbreak it's horrible mm-hmm. and so you don't want to be heartbroken again and you mm-hmm. don't know if the risk is worth it mm-hmm. um yeah. So, yeah, man. That's what it is. Yeah, you get in your own way. Because mm-hmm. of that fear of that yep. dreaded heartbreak. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your story made me think of um, this is a friend who I am like secretly in love with, you know, Aww. casually. Justine knows all this mess. Fucking hell. Oh, no. But, um, yeah, that made me think of this and that I, with him, same thing. I would keep my cards to my chest. Mm -hmm. It's just very complicated. He's a friend. Yeah. It's just complicated. Um, but I feel like I've self-sabotaged in a way in that situations have presented itself where I could tell him how I feel, Mm -hmm. but just out of fear or keeping the, I don't want to say the chase, 
you know, chase, but out of the fear, basically, of yeah, what could yeah. Go I was wrong. gonna say, I was gonna say the fear of like the situations you've made up in your head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I have, is usually what happens. Yeah, I've let the I've let opportunities pass for me to say something, yeah. and I just like haven't taken it. Um, and I've almost become like paralyzed. And mm-hmm. I'm preventing myself from getting answers about how he feels or how what this can become and blah, 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 blah. Um, and I'm basically standing in my own way. Mm-hmm. On top of it just being very complicated with the friendship thing, whatever. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, I think it's the same, very similar to what your, your experience you're talking about in that you um, passing up opportunities to just be clear with how you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and passing the opportunity to just be vulnerable with someone. Yeah. But instead, we're self-sabotaging out of fear of guarding our hearts. And, you know, we literally just said, Annalise, why didn't she guard her heart? What the fuck? Exactly. Um, and we're doing that, but we're doing that to, uh, to a disservice to ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> That's basically what I'm trying to get right. at. Yeah. You do have to step out of fear sometimes and just take a risk and just... Put it all out there. Enough with the games and the chase bullshit. Like, we already know that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And um, with sometimes with a, a friend that you might have feelings for, you got to just bite the bullet and say something. But you got to just go ahead. It's fucking complicated. Okay. Yeah. And much, much harder. Much easier said than done. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, going back to Astrid, she said, I love you first. She was, like, skipping down to that bed to go see that fantasy suite. Mm-hmm. But then when he broke up with her, she was like, well, I'm leaving. Yep. <laughs> Same with um, Joe. Yep. He was like, there's no point in staying here, so I'm just going to leave. Mm-hmm. Like, both of them had... They took that risk. They fell and they fell hard in love. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, you know what? It's okay. I'll get back up. I'll get over you mm-hmm. eventually. Mm-hmm. But what you're presenting to me is not what I want. So I have to leave. Mm-hmm. And they both got their loves back. Yeah. So that's just proves to you what we said about desperation. That your self-worth is really the most important thing at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I think also, it's a good point. I think also Astrid and Joe... Um, I feel like they're not dumb. They, right. They could see the self sabotage that was happening. They could. Mm-hmm. They're literally watching the person that they love self sabotaging, mm-hmm. and it's just when that when someone's in that mindset, it's just so much energy on your part to try and convince them otherwise. Yeah. You're like you know what? I'm gonna let you just internally combust and let this shit <laughs> go to rot. Hopefully, you come to your senses and come back. And hopefully, I'm still here. But if not, good luck to you. But clearly, you have work to do on yourself, and I don't want to be a part of this. And it's not my responsibility. And it's not my responsibility. So I feel like that's why they were both like, "Eh, you know what, I'm out of here. I'm not even going to try and fight for this right now because this is, you clearly have shit you need to work on on your own. Yep. Yeah. Ugh, self-sabotage, man. Yeah, that shit is triggering. It's a heavy one. Yeah. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) Send us your questions. I don't want to talk about this anymore. (laughs) I know. I know. I don't want to talk about that shit either. Oh, God. Um, Yeah, email twoblackgirlsoneros at Mm -hmm. gmail.com. If you need some advice, if you're currently going through it right now. Because you know what? John is the opposite of self-sabotage. He was out here dating everybody. so That's true. Venmo John was really out here. <laughs> so he didn't sabotage shit. He so. damn thing. So I'm really curious to hear his perspective yep. on this mess. Um, all right. Let's move into our fourth theme, mm-hmm. which is the question, do opposites attract? Hmm. 
It's an age-old adage. I, th- I feel like everyone has an example. Everyone knows a couple that is just so different and somehow they work. Yeah. Yeah. Like the puzzle pieces that just fit completely together. Yes. My, so my aunt and my uncle are complete opposites. Mm-hmm. My aunt is like super conservative, God-fearing church girl. Like mm-hmm. my mom's like the wild rebel compared to her. Like she's very oh, wow. like strict, put together, like all the way buttoned up, whatever. Mm-hmm. Her husband, my uncle, he is the Jamaican version of like a Southern California surfer boy. (laughs) (laughs) Except he's old and Jamaican. Instead of surfing, it's fishing. But he is like, lives at the beach, lives on his boat, loves to fish, wears flip-flops, backwards hat, like totally like a a man boy in a way. Just like, yeah, I'm picturing like Lee Scratch Perry. What'd you say? But younger. Like Lee Scratch Perry, but younger. Who's that? You don't know Lee Scratch Perry? Lee Scratch Perry? Yes, Jamaican uh, producer icon. Scratch. Yeah, Lee Scratch Perry. He's 82 years old and he's still out here like producing whole albums. He's on tour. Oh, I don't know who that is. Let me see. Google that real quick. Oh my god, so cute. Isn't he adorable? (laughs) Oh. Oh wow, no, he he looked like a hip hop, like, he looked like an old Flavor Flav. Kind of, yeah, but he's got a very boyish, boyish um, attitude about yes, him. Yes, so yeah, my that's my uncle. He has a very kind of boyish vibe to him. He's very okay. beachy, fishing, whatever. And my aunt is like literally complete opposite. Somehow they work. <laughs> yeah. It's adorable. Got four kids and everything. Wow, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, everybody has examples of those couples. I feel like we also all have examples of people, couples who are like so similar, and then they work mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So the whole opposite to try, like, I feel like you, there's exceptions to the rule. Like there's no answer yeah. to this, in my opinion. Um, on paradise, in terms of opposites, I would think, I would say Joe and Kendall, a little bit of opposites there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Joe, man, a few words, very simple, regular, schmegular mm-hmm. Joe. And you got Kendall, who is a woman of many thoughts and ideas and feelings and interests. Yeah, she's very curious. Very curious. (laughs) And Joe is, like, very simple, and she's, like, the opposite of simple. Yeah. Um, And somehow they work. They're still together. Yeah. Cute. Um, I would say Kendall and um, Leo, that was some bullshit that they were trying to make happen. That was definitely Mm -hmm. opposites. That was not Mm -hmm. attracting and looked very odd. (laughs) (laughs) They did try to make it Tarzan and Jane. They really tried. For a long time. Mm -hmm. She's the gentle little hippie flower child. And he's like fucking... He looked like a warped version of like Gaston from uh, Beauty (gasps) and the Beast. (laughs) Yeah, he did. Didn't he? Who, wasn't he uh, abusive in that relationship? Yes. Mm. Mm. (laughs) It was exactly Mm. the same. He was Mm. big with a big old ego, no respect for women. And so, yeah, that was an example of uh, opposites that did not attract Kendall and Leo. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I'd say, I mean, there's also couples that were very similar that worked. So Astrid and Kevin, I would say, are both very mature, cool, calm, collected people. Yeah, um, they were both like the therapists of the group. Yeah, they were like the those people for their, you know, perspective <laughs> their clan of gender, guys and girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so they were very similar. They hit it off. So mm-hmm. again, I don't think to me, I don't think there's an answer. 
to the question, do you no. subtract? Mm-mm. There's always, yeah, there's always exceptions to it. Um, and I think it depends on what you're opposite about, too. Yes. Because you can be opposite in the way that, like, one is organized and one is messy. Mm-hmm. But if you're opposite in any way which would hinder your relationship, right. like, how you want to raise your kids, yes. that's a problem. Like values can't be opposite. <laughs> yeah, can't be opposites. Yeah, there's more legal ways to be opposite, like, personality traits, but not so much mm-hmm. values. That's definitely not going to work. Yeah. I would say... I, th- I definitely think you are, um, we do have a tendency to be attracted to people who are different from us. So I guess mm-hmm. the basic question, do opposites attract? Yeah, I feel like people definitely are attracted to their opposites mm-hmm. um, because they represent like unfamiliar territory, a little mystery. Yeah. You, you kind of see your strengths in them or, you know, your weaknesses are strengths in them. Or, are their strengths, yeah. Or your weaknesses. Um, you know, they seem to complement you in a certain way that's just attractive. I think right. just, like, naturally. Um, I'll give an example for me where, um, in terms of one of the qualities that I look for in dating, so I'm, I've talked about this, I'm definitely a, a, a very much an introvert. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to the INFJs out there. We've had some people email. <laughs> I know. I've, I've yeah, you guys a claim times. to be introverts, and then you guys are all up in the inbox saying your whole life. <laughs> I am a textbook INFJ. Love it. Represents. Shout out to all the INFJs. A couple of y'all have emailed Mm -hmm. and, you know, we've kiki back and forth. Um, But I, yeah, I'm I'm definitely more of an introverted person. I I work in a very social profession, so, like, I obviously can, like, talk Mm -hmm. and do things, but Mm -hmm. I'm way more reserved and like my me time and definitely being around people does drain my energy, so I need to recharge and I I need a lot of alone time. That's just yeah. <laughs> like, sorry. I just, I cut people off very easily <laughs> so I can just sit and eat Domino's and watch Netflix. Um, <laughs> but really. That's what you need to do to recharge, That's friend. That's my That's recharge. Fine. Yep. So because of that, because I know that about me, when it comes to dating, I tend to be more, definitely more attracted to extroverts. Yeah. Um, and as it relates i'm very much obsessed with like myers-briggs and all this shit so i already know like my compatible match is someone Mm -hmm. who's an enfp and a lot of my best friends you're not an enfp you're i forget what you are en me too fj maybe um but three of my closest friends are enfps and we like Mm. work very very well and so i just know this about me like one of the things that as an opposite that works for me is the introversion extroversion like i need to be with someone who is definitely more extroverted Mm-hmm. So a little story I th- might have told this story already I don't remember But a few months ago I went out with a guy Who um, was definitely a strong eye He was definitely an introvert <laughs> <laughs> And it was different for me Because I could tell from the first date That he was more reserved He was very similar to me And his like introversion And we In fact we bonded over our social anxiety That we both used to suffer from Like wow. <laughs> in college um, I, I feel like he had it worse than me. I kind of I came out of mine in college, but he, uh, yeah, we bonded over our just like so- social like weird shit. Mm-hmm. And um, see, so yeah, I recognized that we had that very similar, even though this is a quality I usually go opposite on. But I was like, you know what? Let me keep going for it. Let me try it out. Try something mm-hmm. different. Um, and it just didn't work. It, I ended yeah. up. We went on a couple dates, and then I ended up uh, like say break up, but like ended things i guess 
um, mm-hmm. with him because that was a quality that needed to be an opposite for me. Like I, yeah. I tried it, I tried someone who was similar with me and it just didn't, I just found that no, that there was an attraction that was missing. I need someone who's more outgoing, bubbly, um, mm-hmm. more on that wavelength and can bring that out of me. Um, yeah. Versus someone who's a little bit too similar to me in that way. So, cause you know, it's not bringing the best out of you. Yeah, yeah. I need yeah. someone who's going to get me off the couch, not sit on the yeah. couch with me. <laughs> exactly. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So I guess yeah. I, I would find that in the way that I crave or really want someone who's very much so textbook masculine because I'm very textbook feminine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So feminine qualities I'm not attracted to whatsoever because I feel like I already like possess them all like i mm. just feel like i've got that covered mm-hmm. So. Mm. i could totally see that for you yes you are very you're a very quote-unquote girly girl i would say yep in terms of like yep. your interests and just like the way you carry yourself like i look like a fucking heathen banshee compared to justine guys. <laughs> whoa whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> justine has like a whole morning routine a nightly routine like she always smells good i like barely showered today <laughs> I'm wearing overalls, like, I haven't shaved, like, I'm a mess. Oh my god, I love your overalls. (laughs) So yeah, I could not see you with someone who wasn't just the manliest of men and whatever toxic masculine, like, bullshit that we've been Yeah, I just have to get myself like a Kevin, who, like, looks on the outside like manly, and then on the inside he's a therapy toy, so we crying. I just have to. Yeah, yeah. I think I need me one of those. You need one of those. You need the balance. Yeah. Yeah, because I also have a hard time, even though I'm like textbook girly girl, I have a hard time letting my emotions go to people. Mm-hmm. I have this exterior that's usually hidden by humor of like, I'm not going to show my emotions. Mm-hmm. I usually hide it with humor, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is like a family history thing for sure. We laugh through everything, yeah. mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. deaths, tragedies financial woes Mm -hmm. everything we laugh through Mm -hmm. um so humor has definitely become a um defense mechanism for me Mm -hmm. so i need somebody who's going to break down that wall who may be more in touch with their their emotions Mm -hmm. and um more willing to share than i am Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that makes sense yes that's definitely Mm -hmm. an opposite quality that you yep definitely need to go for Mm-hmm. But on the outside, he has to be, like, super burly and, like... Yeah. Textbook man. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever that means. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's complicated. Now that we've yeah. talked about, uh, like, toxic masculinity and... Is it orange? Isn't your head warped? Yes. Not even just talking yeah. after our email from... That question. That question about the... the from our last mailbag episode that you should go listen to if you haven't listened to it. Um, yeah. the girl who is fully in a relationship with somebody who just presents a little bit more effeminate and mm-hmm. that just has had my whole, you know, shit all up and down. <laughs> and I almost want to like interview them. Cause I'm like, what does that mean? mean? Because her version of effeminate, she was naming all of these qualities that I'm like, I could see how you could think that's effeminate from past relationships that you may had, mm-hmm. but it's not effeminate. It's just being a human being. Right, yeah. Who's but it's in love being, with someone. Because of what we know of how men are socialized and that they don't talk yep. about feelings. They're not, you know, they're not usually Romantic. warm and fuzzy or whatnot. 
Yeah. I think she was. She had somebody who's like on the complete other end, who's like totally in touch mm-hmm. with emotions and feelings. And for her, that's coming off as effeminate. Um, yep. And yeah, I totally, I totally get it and see it, and it made me check my own, you know, prejudices sure. on how I deem men feminine or masculine or those types of qualities. Yep. Mm. Um, yes, interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, is that it? <laughs> I think that's it for if opposites attract. If you have an opposite who maybe you're attracted to and maybe you don't know what to do, maybe you're freaked out, who knows? Mm-hmm. You don't know what to look for. Mm. Maybe you're an INFJ, you don't know if you want to look for any, whatever mm-hmm. that means. <laughs> Email. The number two, black girls, the number one, rose at gmail.com. I wonder if Venmo John has done these, uh, this uh, Myers-Briggs oh my equation. Oh, let's include He seems like he's questions. into equations. Yes. I... He probably... Oh, okay. I'm going to type him in my head, and then I'm going to make him guess it. Or I'm going to mm. make him say what it is, and then I'm going to guess if I was right. If I'm good at this. Yeah. Because I love this shit. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's move on to our last theme which is Last such a nice topic. one i think oh this is a good favorite juicy one yes. guys mm-hmm. female friendships yay girl power yay. <laughs> <laughs> and um it was a big theme on bachelor in paradise mm-hmm. and we'll get to it in a second but as you guys know natasha and i both met each other at all girl school sure did so (laughs) so we have uh i think a very strong knowledge of what we look for out of female friendships Mm -hmm. and also like what um kind of components have to be there for a female friendship so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um as we said before astrid was friends with everybody she was everybody's real friend she was like what's this girl's name what was this? Shoshana. Shoshana, girl, you got to go on a date with somebody else. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she was stepping like, in. Like, yep. you have to do this. She was stepping in at the right time for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, Raven and Tia was my favorite oh, show. Yeah. That was great. Show of female friendship. That was, I think that was awesome how Raven was like, he ain't shit. Yeah. That was like her for real friend. Like, they friend friends. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was her friend. And she met her on the show, but that was still her friend for no, real. No, that's her she friend was like, from Arkansas. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but she was the one who was like, I want you to be treated how I get treated every day yeah. by this man who I never thought I'd be in love with. Mm-hmm. And right now, this man is not going to give this yeah, to you. You are better than this. Get your ass together. You are better than this man. Mm-hmm. You're better off alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but throughout the show, there would be girls who were either like ride or die for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and who just became kind of glued together like Olivia and Shoshana, right? Weren't yeah, they like they were best like friends thing. at one mm-hmm. point? Um, and then there were girls who would push each other, each other off a cliff. Yeah, Chelsea and Annalise. <laughs> che- oh my god, Chelsea and Annalise over, uh... Stupid ass Camille. Camille. I always want to call him Kirby. What? <laughs> what Jesus, name Camille. <laughs> Camille is foolishness. Mm-hmm. Um, Angela and Cassandra I after... Loved it after they um, they were com- kind of commiserated over mm-hmm. Eric comparing notes. That was one of my favorite yes. scenes ever. That whole comparing it was notes. after Cassandra's day with Eric. They came back had a whole debrief and yep. they just was comparing notes with each other. It was such a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. I loved it. 
It was. Mm-hmm. And Cassandra was not true, new to this. She was true to this mm-hmm. and got everything Angela was saying, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Sure did. Um, the, one of the moments, though, that I found was very telling about the women in the house was the first episode when it was Tia and Kendall <coughs> sitting there and like, I hope Crystal doesn't walk in. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I hope Crystal doesn't walk mm-hmm. in. Crystal walks in there like, oh, my God, Crystal, hi. So fake. <laughs> How have you been? So fucking fake. Uh-huh. And Crystal was clearly there to, like, mend her reputation. Yeah, Because yeah. I definitely left Paradise thinking, like, okay, Crystal's not a complete and utter psychopath. She's right. just... She's a real person. Kind of got caught up in, in The Bachelor, mm-hmm. whatever, warp. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And by the end, she seems to get along with everyone, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Like, even... Yeah. Her- after Gospel Chris, like, quote-unquote, cheated on Tia with her. Remember when he, like, oh, he was yeah. still dating Tia, and then he, like, went and made out with her one night? Her and Tia yeah. didn't, like, get into this whole fight or anything like that. Nope. They were just like, all mm-hmm. right, well, he ain't the one for me. Girl, you can have him. Let's go get some tequila. <laughs> like, they yes. got over it real quick. I liked seeing that. Yep. It didn't turn into anything ugly. I hate seeing girls yeah. get ugly with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially over men. It's horrible. Especially over men. <laughs> it's never worth it no. ever um bibiana was everybody's coach mm-hmm. meanwhile she was not looking for love for herself nope. but she was out here just she was there for the girls <laughs> trying to get them through yep. uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. oh my god um and then even at the very end during the i guess it's what is it Bachelor in Paradise tell all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like um with Tia with that infamous meme oh, my God. saying yes bitch. Yes bitch. Yes. <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> I loved it. It was so nice to see them supporting each other. Yeah. Considering that they're on a show where they are actually each other's competition. Right. You know what I mean? And right. particularly since mm-hmm. these women, as you said earlier, were seemingly really there for love compared to the guys mm-hmm. who were there for mm-hmm. who the hell knows um <laughs> but those women were like very seriously looking for love and they could have got it could have got dirty out here but they still yeah. by the end seem to mostly be supporting each other and uh, it was a nice yeah. display of you know female camaraderie for sure like when a new girl would walk in they'd be like i don't know about this like i remember when cassandra walked mm-hmm. in and they were like oh boy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um but even cassandra ended up having some friends mm-hmm. at the end yeah it was all pretty much kosher yeah yeah it was all pretty good um so my personal experience with this is that a lot of my female friendships at all girls school did not turn out so great. Um, I was best, 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 besties, almost sisters, with a girl all throughout high school who was a controlling, manipulative psychopath mm-hmm. who um, at the end in college, we stopped talking because she ended up being jealous of me. And this girl had everything you could ever want financially. But in terms of our family lives, we were very, very opposite and raised very mm-hmm, differently. Mm-hmm. And she just couldn't hack it. I just had everything she couldn't buy. Mm-hmm, yeah. And she couldn't hack it. Um, yeah. You... And we ended up not being friends anymore. Yeah. That shit was wild. Um, yeah. It's funny when people... Jealousy's a bitch, man. Jealousy's really yeah. a bitch. And 
especially when you're watching someone so close to you, you're watching their life and mm-hmm. you're you're only getting an image of their life. And like as you said right. for her, she seemed to have it all, like financially everything was all good, mm-hmm. hunky dory, she had everything she ever needed, very privileged. But her family life was a little messy versus yeah. your family life is very tight knit. You guys um mm-hmm. you have a really good relationship with both your parents, I'd say. Yeah, and, so, and my brother. And your brother as well. And so she was watching that and that was her source of envy and Yeah. She couldn't take that shit and I don't know. She, she could not angry. handle that she couldn't get one over me mm-hmm. like she couldn't buy it mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. at the end of the day everybody can anybody can win the lottery and then be one up over you in a money sense mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that will never be enough but also that brings me to the next point which is that women cannot be jealous of each other and be friends no i have a firm belief in that if you are jealous of another woman there's no way you'll ever be her friend no you can't be jealous of that friend like stay in your lane watch your own life yeah put the blinders on put them up everybody's living their own life on their own path why are you watching the girl Mm -hmm. next to you (laughs) do you you're on two different life planes like Mm-hmm. which it's easy to say that when you're successful in multiple ways but if you're at a point in your life when you're um maybe at a transitional period or you're at like a planting period or a sowing season as they say it can be easy to look at your friends who are growing and prospering and saying like oh why does she have that and not me or you know whatever and in that case it's i have the both of us clearly have the belief that women cannot be friends yeah right if you're looking at somebody in an envious way in that way then that you yeah you're not a good friend to them if you're looking at their success or yourself or yourself if you're looking at their success yeah. and are envious of it rather than being happy for their success yeah that's that's on you and that's not good yep yeah yep 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 what about you friend um Your yes experience? i love women i'm such a girl's girl like I would say the only time in my life where I had a lot of guy friends was the year I was living in Australia other than that Mm -hmm. for the most part I've always just been constantly surrounded by girlfriends and just girls yeah very much a girls girl Um, I will drag a nigga under a bus to save a fellow girl (laughs) in these streets (laughs) I say so particularly when it comes to female camaraderie and all that, you know, good stuff. I would say there's definitely, mm-hmm. we've talked about this, a sisterhood among black women, for sure. Yeah, oh yeah. And we've been having, I wouldn't just call it a moment, we've been having the longest movement, I would mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. since Michelle Obama, she's out here, Beyonce, Viola Davis, Serena Williams, Issa Rae, <laughs> like we've had so many just like Taraji, stars. Regina Hall. Yes, <laughs> stars just out here killing it and just really putting yeah. us on a platform and being celebrated in a way that... Um, black women should always be celebrated, but we just haven't in a way in, in media in such a blatant way. Um, yeah. that I love seeing that even just black sisterhood. Um, mm-hmm. and as I said, I will drag a nigga under the bus for anybody. I will particularly fight somebody over for, I will fight for a black woman before I do the same. Oh for yeah. Any man. Um, sorry to my white sisters before I do anything for y'all because. <laughs> like, oh yeah. No, sorry guys. 54% of y'all vote for Donald Trump. I ain't never gonna forget that shit. Never, but um, yeah, love love seeing the display on on Bachelor in Paradise, and Mm -hmm. I think 
even particularly now in 2018 with all the mess that's happening um women more than ever need to come together and female friendships and female support is um just ever so needed i, I mean i can go off on a tangent but i'm just gonna try and rein myself back <laughs> I think, too, just to add to that quickly, black women as a sisterhood also mutually denounce people. So, like, Stacey Dash and Amorosa are mutually, like, yes, they are canceled out. collectively by all black women on this planet. Forever. Mm-hmm. You've got to go. Yes. And, like, white women haven't done that with, like, Ann Coulter. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they haven't canceled her. Yeah. And they need to cancel her. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> collectively. By... Or they haven't collectively rallied um, with Stormy Daniels when they really need to. Mm-hmm. I think also, though, when it comes politically, like, black women, p- politically, socially, like, I don't know what the percentages are, but I would say a smooth 95% vote in a very progressive, liberal way. So yeah. we just had yeah. that bond in general. Among mm-hmm. white women there's more division. The The divide of Democrat-Republican is yeah. like 50-50, just like it is among men, yeah. I would say. So mm-hmm. that sisterhood collective that we have, that we move in the same direction, you know? Right. That is best for that us. That is best for us. Yeah. Um, so white women, there's more division there. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what y'all going through, but get together. <laughs> well, we know, but that's not about what this podcast is no. about. This is about The Bachelor. <laughs> <Yeah>. So... <laughs> Um, so yeah, female <laughs> friendships, I feel like they definitely come in handy, um, when it comes to dealing with men and mm-hmm. we definitely use each other as supports to get through the bullshit that mm-hmm. we deal with men. I have personally been on the floor of a club bathroom crying with a friend Yikes. over some ancient men, man. Oh no. I have, to this day, I hold my friend to this. I missed one of the parties of the year in australia a guy that i liked oh, was no. going to be there we were texting i was so excited i missed that damn mm-hmm. party to support my friend who was dealing with some bullshit with the guy that she was dating you know what oh, my <laughs> and God. i still to this yeah. day i clown her for that i'm like bitch i missed that pajama party i'm so <laughs> fucking mad <laughs> because i'm in the corner crying with your ass but that's what you do right when you're trying to help your friend Who's dealing yeah. with some guy? Yeah, and she's going through shit. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've coached many a friend through breakups, helped craft mm-hmm. texts, craft letters of feelings, just all the things Oof. in the name of female friendship. And we need to continue to do this and be there for each other. And I love it. Always. 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 And I can't imagine being one of those women who like gives up her female friendships to hang out with her boyfriend. Ugh. Or those women, we've talked about this before, those women who are like, I don't do girls. Girls are catty. Like, I only hang out with guys. Fuck you, bitch. Girl, that's you. You can't hang out with me. How about that? (laughs) Because the problem is you, my friend. The problem is you. Period. Point blank. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, female friendships. Great theme. Ended on a positive note. A lot of negative mess that's come up on paradise bachelorette this season but i think one of the redeeming things was definitely seeing all the female supports and the women supporting each other on paradise mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah it was very refreshing to see particularly on a com- competition dating show where they're competing against exactly. each other for them to be yep. shown out for each other in that way was very nice yeah for sure um is that it friend that's it those are our five our themes. five themes y'all oh my god so if you're having 
problems with your friends mm. if you're oh having God, like yes. female friend problems. Yes, if your friend is jealous of you or she's just being a fucking bitch and you want us to <laughs> talk you through how to tell her about herself, send us an email. The B in that bitch. <laughs> email the oh number God. two black girls, the number one rose at gmail.com. As we mm-hmm. said, Venmo John will be here next week, everybody. We're so Yay. excited. Um, he will be here to help answer your questions. See if any questions, mm-hmm. concerns, need advice on anything dealing in your life, particularly as they relate to these themes, please, please, please send us an email. You have a week to get your stuff in. And um, as always, rate, review, subscribe. Help us build this community, grow it. And Word. if you haven't written your review yet, just go do that. We lo- That's one of my yeah. personal favorite things is to scroll through the reviews and see what oh new ones God. are there. And I just love the I shit love that refreshing you guys write. Mm-hmm. Love the feedback. Um, and we're on Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram, and Facebook. The Twitter is two, the number two, BLK Girls, the number one, Rose. And Instagram is two black girls, one Rose, number two, number one. Same with Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we'll be back next week with Venmo John. We'll be back. Woohoo! Yes. All right, guys. This was fun. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.